Peace and love, family. Peace and love. This is Patrick Muhammad coming to you live from Lens of Muhammad podcast. I hope and I pray that everyone is having a good day, having a peaceful day, having a human day. Yes. So I want to talk to you all about wealth. My podcast show is based on health and wealth. They both go together. You really can't have one. You need one to have the other. You could have both. But mine is the most important aspect of wealth. Seriously, is your physical, mental, and spiritual health. Today I'm going to talk about wealth. I have podcast shows now, maybe like five since I started, that deal with different aspects of health, very important. Um, If you're new to my podcast, you could go and listen to my previous recorded messages on health and wealth. This is my first podcast show dealing with wealth and this subject seems like an urgency um, with people who never really had wealth in some generations now You know, through social media, I'm looking and seeing and hearing people's ideas about wealth and what is wealth and how do you build wealth and how do you maintain wealth. Um, Wealth, to me, is having the ability to afford to live a life that you desire if you have the means. But to me too, wealth is also meant to be shared in whatever form you can Make someone else day good. But I want to talk about a form of wealth that uh, the majority of people are not familiar with. The rich, the famous, the elite, uh, the bankers, the financiers, 
and those who actually put this particular system together, they understand it and they've been using this system of wealth building and generational wealth guaranteed for a very, very long time. People like myself and others were just coming into this information. Um, I'm pretty sure the elite amongst the minority knew of this, but was never shared with the masses. So it's called private banking. Private banking and the blueprint to private banking. And it's just that someone asked, well, what is private banking? Private banking can be used through the acquisition of acquiring a whole life insurance policy. I didn't say a term policy. You can't build wealth with a term policy. I'm not saying term policy is not something to have, it is. But when I talk about building wealth, and securing wealth for generations to come. A whole life policy is the best and securest way to protect your wealth. With a whole life policy There are some protections and there are some guarantees that you cannot find a get in the common market, the banking institutions. In the banking institutions, if you have in a savings account or a personal account, some banks offer a half percent interest on the dollar. After a year time, you could do the math and see what the half percent on your on your own money earned you over a year. And it's not too good, but this is what the banks offer. Some banks now, because of um, I'm say third party banks um, are trying to keep up and have incentives where they give you cash back on certain items or a certain amount of purchases you make, uh, a certain amount of dollars you spend. Some of the banks now are saying. Two, three percent back on certain purchases, and 
you spend a certain amount to give you certain certain percentage back. Uh, they're doing this to try to keep up with a new form of currency that is taking hold against the federal currency, which we presently use today. And I would say it's a good thing. Uh, we should definitely have more control over our money, or our earnings, our earnings. We trade time for money, and that money or earnings belongs to us once we make it. But we are the masses of the poor, or the masses of the people, or the poor working class, the middle class, are really taxed with tax heavily uh, when we go and purchase items uh, in corporate America. And they have it set up to where since we are not self producers, we're not producing in our homes, food, clothing, and shelter for ourselves. So this leaves us uh, in need of um, things to survive with clothes, water, shelter, food. And we have to spend money to do this and our savings are not the average savings account for uh, the poor working classes maybe a thousand dollars in the bank maybe and at any given day that could be wiped out in just a matter of a second so it's very hard for the poor it's very hard for the middle class to save money when I talk with a lot of people, you know, and one of the major concerns I hear from a lot of people, a lot of young people at that, uh, they want to build wealth and they want to build generational wealth. They want to be able to pass down to their descendants um, something worthy of um something worthy of their hard work where they can leave something behind for their children where their children don't have to struggle and toil and suffer and so much agony of not having. You know, now I'm talking directly to black people and I'm talking to white people. You know, there was a time where black people in America coming out of slavery um, around 1865 to 1915, 1918, 
Uh, black people own 32 million acres of land throughout America. And this was like 10 years up from the so-called emancipation. And those black people in those times, in those days, had a vision where they knew wealth was tied to the land. So their purpose was, in this great event that took place between 1865 to 1918 was called the Agarian Revolution. Look it up. The Agarian Revolution. Um, by 1918, black people, free people, landowners, literally lost every square inch of acreage collectively that was owned by black people. That event struck a blow to black people. Um, aspirations, a wealth building, a wealth and generational building. It's really, really set black people back hundreds of years because the wealth that was being stored up for us was taken. Now it's 2020. You know, and a lot of us, you know, we have aspirations to be self-independent. We really don't want to work for nobody, but the opportunity really has not been there. You can do it. We have those amongst us who are successful in their endeavors, and I applaud them. But we have been cut off economically from the institutions of this financial, from the financial institutions in this country, from the banks to home lending to business infrastructure in the black community. Um, there have been barriers put up. And due to the lack of education, serious education, uh, educational, economic education, let's put it that way, I'm gonna say economic education. Due to that serious barrier, um, we're just coming up out of the water now. So there are some young brothers and sisters now, 2020, uh, they got it. They got it. They understand wealth and gener wealth building, generational wealth building. They understand this and they're using the concept and they're going and they're purchasing land collectively together. These young brothers and sisters are under the age of 30. 
but they're using the concept of private banking. Doing private banking through the purchase of whole life insurance. That's the way to go. In the purchase of whole life insurance, your money becomes 100% secured. Nothing can interfere with this particular policy. You can't be sued for it. You can't be litigated out of it. It's your money. Once the contract is signed, you have an you have an an umbrella now that protects your wealth. And on top of this, remember earlier I said the banks may offer you one to two percent interest in private banking. You're guaranteed a six percent six percent interest on the dollar that's in your account every year. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Then an added bonus. It comes with dividends of the company or the corporation in which you took out the whole life policy. And I am, well not me, let me take that back. My wife is certified and she's licensed with a couple of uh, major insurance corporations who've been in business for over a hundred years. So she doesn't um, join forces with corporations who have who don't have a track record of paying the return in which we were um which we signed up under the contract. So with the whole life policy you also have dividends. And the dividends are anywhere between five to twelve percent. Could be higher. This depends on how good the company did that year. But the dividends and the interest is two guaranteed incentives. And then when you purchase a whole life policy, let's say you purchase a whole life policy for, mm, let's say for 40000 $40,000. But it, also, it depends on your health also. It depends on your health. You get scored by your health and your policy and what you receive in the whole life policy called a living policy. Living well policy uh, depends on how healthy you are. So I will say this uh, through our research and study um, we have come to realize that a lot of black people health uh, is not where it need to be to uh, qualify for you could qualify for a whole life policy but you won't get all the benefits if you're unhealthy because they won't most companies don't want to take a great risk on unhealthy people.
So your environment plays a factor. Your lifestyle plays a factor. Which includes your eating, your eating habits. Um, even your community. Even your job. Uh, all that plays into how valuable this company sees your life where they will be able to be willing to take a risk um, to secure you in your wealth. So you say, you take a $40,000 life insurance policy out. At that $40,000 life insurance policy you took out, say you in a great health, a great health. Uh, you probably qualify for a living will a living will, I call it living will policy, um, up on the whole life policy. Um, I'm just gonna say like five, $500,000. So at that point, let's say you put in 40,000, your health is grade A. You, we'll probably look at about a $500,000 living well policy, okay? And out of that $40,000 that you, that you put into building your wealth, $17,000 of that $40,000 you can take out after a month. And that's your money. That's your money. So you have a $17,000 bonus of your money sitting waiting to be used as you see fit. And you don't have to go to a bank to ask for your money. And the payback interest on using your money in private banking is at 1%. It's your money. Now you could take that $17,000 and possibly start another a business or you could go buy another whole life policy. So let's say you have to make it, let's say you are 50 and the whole life policy goes for the next 10 years. So the requirement is you have a premium now. The whole life policy is a little it's, it's more expensive, expensier, expensive in the front end. So a forty thousand dollar policy at five hundred thousand dollars. Um say you have a premium of thirty thousand a month, a year, a year, to pay on that five hundred thousand dollar policy. For the next 10 years. Okay. Um, but the sweet part is. If you never touch your dividends. And if you never touch. Your interest. The dividends. Alone. Throughout the years will pay for the policy itself. And literally, 
you're not coming out your pocket to pay for the policy. You pay for the policy when you do your health and the rate that they gave you to start your policy. So like I say, this it was forty thousand dollars you needed for five hundred thousand dollars for the five hundred thousand dollar term policy. I mean for five hundred thousand dollar whole life policy. That was the biggest payment you're probably gonna make. So for the next ten years, your interest and your dividends is paying for your policy. If you could live for those ten years, at the end of that tenth year, the payment ends. And whatever the interest and the dividends have accumulated to at the end of those ten years, that's your play money now. That's your that's your wealth building money. If you pass before that time and you have children, you have family, because on the whole life policy, they give you a living a living policy and they give you a death policy. So if you're in great, great, great health, your death policy probably be lesser than your living policy. But when have you ever heard that? You can't get that with a term life policy. You can't get that with no other policy. You can't get the guaranteed interest, which is 6 percent. And you can't get the guaranteed dividends, which which is between five to eight percent. It could be five percent, or it could be eighteen percent. But you're not going to get these guarantees. Then you're not going to get the protection. No other insurance can offer you this protection. The protection that you can't be sued, your money can't be litigated. Nobody could touch your money, but you and the person who is signed on to if it's your wife. Nobody else could touch your money. Not even the government could touch your money. Okay? So, I'm going to end this whenever I went over a little bit. But uh, I hope it's something that I said if y'all are interested. Now, my wife does sell term life policy. Also, if you're interested in term life policy, um, it's a little cheaper. Uh, it's a little different. Um, but they're good to have also. But uh, if you're trying to build wealth, accumulate wealth um, in a safety net, then the whole life policy is the best route. And I'm going to say this and then I'm done. The whole life policy are not tied to the stock market. This money is not tied to the stock market. Okay? That's the best. That's what swayed me into getting more knowledge on the whole life policy. That this policy in the money is not tied to how well the stock market does. Okay? So, y'all follow me on Lens of Muhammad. Um, if you got any questions, leave me some questions in the question box. And um, I will put you in contact with the individual who actually uh, sells these policies. And if you're interested, uh, let me know. Okay? I'm on uh, Facebook as Lens of Muhammad. You can drop me a message there. I, I will get back with you. Okay? So, this is Patrick Muhammad. I'm checking out from Lens of Muhammad. I hope that 
I said something that will pique your curiosity to uh, to want to look further into uh, securing your money, securing your wealth, and securing generational wealth for your children and grandchildren and grandchildren to come. The way to go is whole life policy. So hit me up on Lens of Muhammad uh, podcast. Okay? Peace, family.